Hello, I'm Father Joe Roche of the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Thank you for joining us as we continue with our year-long journey reading the diary of St. Maria Faustina Kowalska from beginning to end. Today we read a letter from St. Faustina to Father Sapochko from May of 1936. Wallenduf, 10th of May, 1936. Jesus, Mary, and Joseph. Most Reverend Father, I apologize most sincerely for daring to write a few words again, although I have not received a single word from you in reply to my previous three letters. But may the holy will of God be glorified in everything. At the present moment I am in Dirty, situated one kilometer away from Wallenduf. My superiors assigned me there shortly after Easter. Our small house in Derdy is truly like from a fairy tale. It is surrounded by a forest, and there are no other houses in the vicinity. It is peaceful and quiet. Everything contributes to recollection of spirit. The forest birds intermit the silence, and with their twittering they praise their Creator. I see God in everything that surrounds me. My duties are so few that they mean they seem more like a relaxation than an obligation to me. I oversee the kitchen and the pantry. I do not have the least difficulty in this duty. I prepare dinner for seven sisters and thirty-six school children. I have ample time for everything. I was told to sleep for two hours in the afternoon. I do some of the spiritual exercises in the forest, such as the rosary and others, and as I pray, I breathe in the clean and fresh air. I am in good health, and I feel that my physical strength has been restored. We go to Wallenduf for Mass because Mass is said very rarely here. The most blessed sacrament is here constantly. At the Lord's feet I draw strength and courage for battle. I told the sisters that you would be going to Częstochowa, passing by Warsaw, and that maybe you would pay us a visit. The elder sister was very happy about this, and we prepared two rooms, hoping that you would stay so as to take advantage of the fresh air. But I see that God must have had other plans, since you did not stop by. Although I was very sorry about that, I always adore his holy will. I am now ending this description of our beautiful dirty. I am very sorry, Father, that I am trying your patience with having to read this letter. I am taking this letter to the mailbox myself, so I can be certain that you will receive it. I have permission from Mother General to do so. I would like to discuss this matter with you, Father, which I have so much at heart. I would be very obliged if you could answer me and let me know how these things stand and whether I shall be able to carry out this will of God in Vilnius. At present, I am receiving much light from God regarding this work. My soul is ever more strengthened in peace, for God himself is carrying out this matter, and he is using me merely as a clumsy tool. On Holy Thursday, I experienced for a while what Jesus experienced. He allowed me to take part in the interior agony which he suffered. It is difficult for me to describe this in detail. I only know that this impressed a new mark on my soul. I also experienced in a special way Good Friday, Holy Saturday, and Easter Sunday, but each day differently. God willing, I shall discuss this with you in greater detail one of these days. 
On the first Sunday after Easter, on this Feast of Mercy, my soul was filled with such a great power and courage to act that I really am not able to curb this enthusiasm. I feel that all of this will be resolved shortly. I am ready for everything that is in store for me. I am longing for these sufferings and adversities which are awaiting me. I am consumed by a longing similar to the longing that Jesus had before his passion. I know that everything is at hand, so to speak. I feel that Jesus himself speaks through my mouth, and he provides answers to various questions through my superiors. I am obedient to God's voice, and nothing has changed in my soul, just as before the Lord's gaze pierces me through and through. Through this, my knowledge of God's infinite perfection and of my own misery becomes more acute. Oh, indeed, how difficult it is for a soul to live apart from its spiritual director. Tomorrow, that is, on the 11th of May, I am leaving for Krakow, and once there I've decided to take the decisive step according to God's wishes. So I would be very obliged to you, Father, if when you receive this letter, you would write me at least a few words regarding this matter. I would like to receive some answer from you, Father, before I begin to talk to Father Andrash about these matters, I enclose my address in Krakow. I am ending this note. I ask your prayers and priestly blessing. Sister M. Faustina, address Krakow Wagivniki, the Yusofuf convent, Sister M. Faustina. St. Faustina has written three letters to Father Sapochko without receiving a reply. I think we can all identify with how she was probably feeling. One of those three letters has been lost to history. She surrenders to God's will in everything. The house she is in at that time is surrounded by a forest. She is happy to be so close to nature. Everything reminds her of God. She has to prepare dinner for seven sisters and 36 schoolchildren, but she says the work was not hard. Her health was very good at that time. She draws her strength from the Eucharist, not only receiving communion at Mass, but praying in the presence of Jesus, hidden in the tabernacle in the house chapel. She was hoping for a visit from Father Sapochko on his way to Chenstohova, but it didn't work out. She is allowed to mail the letter herself It is possible that St. Faustina suspects that some of her letters have not reached Father Sapochko. She asks Father Sapochko his thoughts about the plan to found the new congregation. If Faustina left her own congregation, she would begin the new foundation in Vilnius, where Father Sapochko is and where there is a building for the first convent. God is helping her. She experienced Jesus' sufferings on Holy Thursday. He has shared his passion experience with her in different ways. Each day of the sacred triduum, she has had some kind of a mystical experience. She'd like to discuss the details with Father Sapochko someday. And then Father Faustina experienced many graces on the octave of Easter, the day that would eventually be declared Divine Mercy Sunday. She does a good job of describing the experience of walking by faith and not by sight, and trying not to rush ahead of the Lord. She misses having a spiritual director uh, to guide her. She really wants to hear from Father Sapochko. We'll hear his reply.
in the next podcast. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have enjoyed this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help other people throughout the world find St. Faustina's Diary in a Year. Remember, Jesus promised St. Faustina in Diary number 1075, Souls who spread the honor of divine mercy are protected by God like an infant by a gentle mother. Please help us spread the message of divine mercy. Thank you, and God bless you. Visit shopmercy.org to order your copy of Divine Mercy in My Soul, the diary of St. Maria Faustina Kowalska. It's available in print in English, Spanish, and Polish, and in English as an e-book, available now on shopmercy.org. Are you enjoying this podcast? I invite you to listen to more shows brought to you by the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Join us daily for enriching spiritual content, which will help you on your journey with Jesus Christ. Simply visit DivineMercyPlus.org for a complete list of our shows. That's DivineMercyPlus.org.